Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. When I wasn't taking it and I was waiting for my operation, I was feeling uh, very tired. Now I'm driving like 11, 12 hours a day. I told you I manage 15 gas stations. And I have so much energy. I even gave some of my pills for my son. And he said, Dad, this is good. So I like it. I'm healing so fast. It's like amazing. My family is so surprised because my wound like uh, closing up and doing so good. So that is working now that I'm starting taking my med- uh, those fruits and vegetables. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. For a limited time, you can receive a 30% discount and free shipping on your first preferred order of balance of nature. Call 800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code USA. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to the most exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative show on earth, No way are we better than one show, and that is the Alien Shows. You cannot beat a good Alien show on the radio late at night while driving in Nevada, your car breaking down during a thunderstorm at 2 a.m. There's no way this show is as good as that. You just cannot produce a show that good. But this is the second best. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, Denise Dirks, Todd Kunin, my co-host, and our illustrious three-time Emmy Award nominee, but never, never a winner. Never a winner. Never a winner. No. Uh, Cal Hunter. Cal, just remember, I, I say this all the time. You, you have to remember when you show up for the award ceremony and you walk in and they ask you to stay in the back and help take down the chairs afterwards, just know, just don't worry about winning, Cal. And don't give you a share of the tips. Now, there's the problem. Yeah, that's true. You should at least get the <laughs> tips. But that's that's going to tell you you're not going to win, Cal. You're right. But if they right. take you to the front and you sit up front and they give you, you know, free food, free everything else. But I know you received, like, fast food in the back. But 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 that's that means you're going to have to try a little harder. But we at Radio Law Talk are going to do everything we can to get you a – not an Emmy – not a what is what is radio? Radio is oh, there's Marconi's and the, yeah, yeah, there's other Sam. stuff. Yeah, there's well, other stuff. Well, no, or if not, we'll make our own up at Radio Law Talk. I like it. I like it. No, so, I'll, I'll tell you, being here with you guys is honor enough for me. Okay, there we go. I That's, love doing it, and it. I'm grateful for it. Forget so. the awards, then I guess we're good. Yeah, when you yeah, win it, I fine. get it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give. Well, we'll no, give no, wait. The... Let's not get ridiculous here. <laughs> we can give them the twin awards. It'll start with a talkie, and then yes. and then we can give them the walkie. And yeah, he'll just have a walkie-talkie and everything be fine. Yeah. And usually when I get a walkie-talkie, it means, out the door, Cal. Been nice to see you. <laughs> oh, not Here's your last, case. Here's in your, your case, it means you're pushing the cart in front of you. Uh, once again. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our new affiliates. We're excited to have WJNT Jackson, Mississippi, joining our station, 1180 a.m. in Jackson, Mississippi. Whew, that's a powerhouse. That's a 50,000-watt uh, station. WXAN Murfreesboro, Illinois. Welcome, 103.9 FM. And WRTA, uh, Cal, Altoona, 
Pennsylvania? Yes, like a like guy named Albert who has a can of, of uh, chicken of the sea. Albert oh, Tuna. Al Tuna, right, Pennsylvania. Right, right, right. I'm going to look up and figure out. I bet it's a beautiful place. Uh, 1240 AM and 98.5 FM. Welcome, our three newest affiliates this week. We love when you guys join us because we love our show. We're going to talk about the Weinstein case. We've, we, we try to every hour, this is a three-hour show, talk about you know, separate segments, but Weinstein's just too big. There's too much to talk about. And we're talking about Weinstein, uh, the latest testimony from the witnesses. First of all, the witnesses that are uh, coming in to testify concerning um, prior bad acts and then those testifying to corroborate that. And then we're going to get to actually some of uh, one of the testimonies of the individuals that is making an allegation here of sexual assault. And is the alleged, one of the alleged victims. That's exactly in the right. And that's what we're going to talk about. And then we're going to talk about Judge Ginsburg speaking out about uh, at a uh, event and, and, and really, you know, figure out, is, is this stuff that Chief Justice, I mean, that Justice of the Supreme Court should talk about? She has some interesting things to talk about and, and bring forth. And we're going to talk about Facebook writing a big check, why they wrote a big check. But the most important thing we do is every hour is everyone's favorite. Case or no case, Cal, roll it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was, I was sitting it. here looking and going, how can I update my computer now? No, okay. Here we go. <laughs> now it's time to play Case or No Case. Hence, three-time Emmy Award nominee, but never a winner for reasons such as that. Well, I'll, I'll be awake eventually. Now, here's the thing. Uh, this, this tale involves something where someone alleged something was free. And that is the that is the crux of this. So let's get right jumping right into it. The fellow's name uh, who was upset about all of this is Philip Charvat or Charvet. You went to New Orleans, C H A R V A T, Denise. I'm going to guess Charvet. Philip Charvet, alleging that a certain cruise line would illegally call consumers all the time, tell them they want a free cruise, and when they accepted, the consumers were then asked to pay certain fees, according to Charvet. And this company, you know, the, the Carnival or whatever line it was, I'm, I'm not going to say. It wasn't Carnival necessarily. Well, maybe not have been. This cruise line, whatever it was, kept those fees, and that's how they made money on the cruises. So it wasn't really free at all. He said, this doesn't seem free to me. So he sought legal counsel. And I ask you, Fred Penny, to begin with you. Yes. Case or no case, what say you? Uh, case, and they win because you can't offer stuff like that, and I have no idea what the law is. Next. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely have no idea. No freaking idea. Okay. Uh, so uh, Case Who Wins, though. Case Who Wins is the... Is the uh, Philip. Philip Phillips. And to the dealer's left, Mr. Todd Kunin, what do you say? Case uh, or no well, case? Well, before you go to Todd. Yes. This is their oh, strategy oh. here. Those of you who are first joining us, case or no case is determining whether or not there is a case. And if there is a case, what the outcome is. And we have to... We have to figure that out, the three of us. We get points for this. And the winner at the end, Denise, what happens to the winner? 50 points. We Whoever. get whatever we want from the other people. <laughs> On a dinner-wise. Dinner-wise. Well, right. I took it as whatever we Whoa. want. <laughs> hey, we've been talking about mm. Weinstein too long. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Glad she when said that. In the movie? Wow. I'm just playing down Denise's lane here, that's all. Denise. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Todd. That's what we do here. I have to say, I'm going to agree with Fred. I, I wish I could go different, but yeah, you can't offer something that's free and then end up, and then end up, you know, somehow making them pay for it. So yeah, I say it's free. Hmm. I, I say uh, it's a case. It's a case, and Philip wins. Uh, Philip wins. 
And Miss Dirks, Denise, what say smoke. you? I've had this happen to me. I've had somebody call and say, hey, you get this free cruise to the Bahamas. All you have to do is pay the port of entry fee. And you have to pay some other fee for, for the, the whole boat. boat. Well, $10,000. I, I, figured, I figured what they did is they got so many people that paid the fee that the boat had to pay so they could let them come on free and out of the people that were paying. So I think as a way to pay the taxes up front. Um, I think this is, unfortunately, because it's not enough facts, I have to say that I think that we're missing a major fact. <clears throat> First of all, and secondly, I think that it is a um, case, but Philip loses. You think Mr. Charvet comes out on the short end of that legal I stick, do. as it were? Do you? Okay. I do because I think it was fully disclosed, and they were not—they uh, were fees, and he didn't have to accept the free cruise or whatever it was he had to accept in order to do it. So Can you do it in a, min- in a minute and 30 seconds, Cal? I or think not? I can. Let's just say do for it. those of you who say it was a case, may I see your hands, please? Oh, no. That would be Fred and Todd and Denise. Well, here's how that works. It's not going to play, but congratulations to you. Ooh. It is, in fact, yes. a case. Good, Yay. we Good got a you. case. All right. All right, now, here's the deal. Um, the, uh, the cruise line lost back in 2018 a settlement administrator asked the two million claimants to provide proof that they got the call on their cell phones because there were many claims filed under false numbers. You know, once people found out, they said, oh, I agree, they called me, they called me. So they had to prove it. Once they could prove it, the estimated fee return was 300 bucks a person. And guess what? The lawyers (laughs) kept about 40% of all of it. Good for the lawyers. So the people who made the money there were the legal dudes, and the people who did not were the people who were harmed by the whole thing. But it was a case, and the plaintiff won in that case. So one point for Denise and that friends. Oh, we get two. Todd and I each get two, and Denise gets one. And that is case. All right. Or no case. All right. Bam. What's the point score? I don't know. We don't. doesn't matter. We're going out to break, but... All right, that's case or no case. We're going to be back with the Weinstein trial. I'm Fred Penny, your host of Radio Law Talk with Denise and Todd. We'll be right back. By the way, next hour, case or no case takes you to Canada and involves cats. I am not making this up, and I just don't think you'll want to miss it. It's really good. So that's case or no case for next hour right here on Radio Law Talks. If you stay there, we promise we'll be right back with more fascinating discussion on the law after this. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to prolawfirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to prolawfirms.com. That's prolawfirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or give them a call, 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P. 
D-E-N-N-E-Y-Lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. I'm going to quick quack car wash. Get my car washed. Make it quick quack. Pretty shiny section just because I want to. Don't drive dirty. Going to get my car suds at the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack. Quickest and the cleanest by far. We're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car wash. A hundred feet of cloth. Washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick whack and spruce her up just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy. You'll be glad you was at the quick whack. Car wash it on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick whack in the local area. Get in your car. Get in your truck. Get on the road and come visit the dock. Quick quack car wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. Even in the hustle and noise of this modern world, we feel the pull of the forest to walk under the canopy and feel transformed. National forests are essential to life, majestic and grand. They clean our air, supply drinking water to millions, and provide homes to countless wildlife. They fuel our imaginations, inspiring us to think big. And now's the time to do just that. Fires and natural disasters devastate our forests each year. That's why we're replanting millions of new trees across the country. The Arbor Day Foundation needs your help. We've heard the call of the wild and we've answered. Scientists, foresters, volunteers, and members, together we can preserve and protect our heritage and legacy. We must act now so that the generations of today and tomorrow can continue to depend on our forests. Visit arborday.org. See how you can help. You're listening to radiolawtalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. Let's dive right into it. Uh, Miss Wolf is one of the... Uh, uh, individuals that is testifying against uh, Harvey Weinstein as a showing prior bad acts. She is not one of the people alleging um, or in the complaint for sexual uh, assault, but she testified, uh, I believe this past week, I can't remember if it was Friday or Thursday, but she's talking about him going, taking her up to the apartment, going up to the apartment. Oh, actually went to this, what, what a, a terrace of some sort out the back 
uh, where, was her first interaction? There, with there him? Were, she she was a cocktail waitress at yeah. a uh, place, and he came in, always sat at the owner's table, and yep. he had taken her up to the terrace. Right. Now, this is the first incident. Took her up to the terrace. We don't want to get descriptive about what he did. Let's just say that he didn't touch her up on top of the terrace. I mean, he held her by the arm and led her there. But once they got to the terrace, he turned around and, I will say, engaged in an activity by himself that would have constituted indecent exposure, um, lewd act in public in any jurisdiction. She threw a towel at him and left. Right. That's the first interaction. But now here's the issue that that when they cross-examine her saying... Then on a later occasion, she's brought by an individual, apparently maybe an assistant of Weinstein, or I don't know. Again, these are all allegations that uh, says, come meet him uh, at his New York apartment, and she goes. And uh, she, uh, at, at that point, uh, things occur that she does uh, without her consent, and um, she didn't call the police, obviously, on cross-examination. That's what they're arguing is why didn't you call the police? Why did you allow a stranger to take you to this individual's apartment when you knew he had a, what he had done before was kind of a lewd act that you uh, complained about? And that's, and that's actually what, the, what they cross-examined her on. And, and that, those are good, legitimate questions. Exactly. And... Look, one of the things that the defense is is trying to do here, and that they always try to do in cases, the defense attorney always has to have their mind towards, worst case scenario we lose, are there issues that we can file an appeal on? Now, the introduction of prior acts evidence, common motive and scheme, these four witnesses that we've been talking about, can be perilous and detrimental to the prosecution's case if on appeal... The defense can argue that those witnesses were improperly admitted and that they so tainted the jury pool that the jury ultimately convicted because of what happened to the corroborating witnesses and not necessarily on what happened to the named victims. And what the defense is going to try to do is to show that the accounts given by each corroborating witness are so different and so disparate and not like each other that it was error to admit them under a, quote, common plan or motive scheme because they didn't occur in the same way. And if they can do that and they lose, then the argument to the appellate court is uh, the the evidence was prejudicial, shouldn't have been brought in. Yeah, those of you who first joining us, uh, uh, Todd Kunin is a former prosecutor in Tennessee and in California and now a prosecutor. A, uh, a defense lawyer. I'm a personal injury lawyer, and Denise does family law. So, kind of the, the and and Cal plays a uh, a lawyer on TV. So, That's right. Uh, or That's at right. least at his house, he does. In my it dreams. feels like they're they're trying to get the the common theme that Weinstein initiates yep. the contact. Right. That Weinstein uses the con um, his his power and contracts and ability to get readings for these people as kind some kind of a offer to get them to go with him, and that Weinstein um, just says to people, though, this is just part of the business. Yeah, but what's interesting is th- the most important part is, by the way, it's a woman that's cross-examining her that's one of on Weinstein's team, says, by the way, you never said these stories before when you talked to the prosecutors and or the uh, press before. It was, you had a different, it was, they didn't, she didn't do, fill it all in. And, and about the prior About occurrence. the prior occurrence. And what the interesting thing is, 
Then that kind of a little bit of a bombshell. And by the way, didn't they send you to a memory doctor? Yeah. And there's objection about using the word memory doctor, but that's basically what it is. We're going to help you remember things. And boy, is to me that's kind of a, a stab. Yeah, you know? we talked a, a couple months ago about the fight that Weinstein and the prosecution was having over their experts, and one of them was a memory expert. Cal, go ahead. I was just going to say, to be clear, just because a lot of folks who are just tuning in for the first time go. Sexual assault is sexual activity or sexual contact or conduct that is unwelcome on the on the other person in the right. in the in this group. Is that correct? Generally yes, speaking, generally yes. Speaking. Yeah, I mean, is that about right, Todd? Yeah, it's a, that's a very <coughs> broad-based way to describe yeah, general, it. Accurate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Don't forget eight five five Law Radio or eight five 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 two nine seven two three four if you want to uh, join in. And and again. This witness here is one of those where the defense is trying to show her account differs from others. With others, it was an individual that had no prior, arguably no prior inclination that Weinstein would engage in this kind of activity, showed up to talk to him about a about a an act, an acting role or something, and then this activity is sprung on them. Well, in Wolf's case. You had the prior incident that occurred on the terrace. There's no evidence in, in anything we've read where they even discussed acting at that point. And then she goes to him at a private location, whether brought uh, brought to him brought. or whatever. But she goes there knowing that this other incident had previously occurred. And so that is different than the way it happened with other people. And then the other inconsistency where they said... You know, how come you didn't tell this to prosecutors? It's one thing if a witness doesn't tell anybody because they're scared and they don't say anything. But when prosecutors are interviewing you and you've had a sufficient amount of time or a period of time from the incident to the time the prosecutors are meeting with you about this case and your story changes from that interview to what you said on the stand, that is big. Yes. Especially huge. if in the intervening time, they sent you to somebody memory doctor to supposedly. help you remember something. Here's the other thing. So we mm. that's don't forget a lot of this is happening around 2004. We're gonna jump forward to 2013, where Jessica Mann is gonna testify. She's one of the named victims, and all the stuff that we've been hearing about is basically prior bad acts. Now we're gonna jump to the actual witnesses. They're gonna testify that in 2013 this occurred, which was within the statute of limitations. We're going to be back. Join us. I'm Fred, man. We have a good time here. Isn't this great to be here at Radio Law Talk? Seems like sexual allegation time travel, but we'll engage in it after the break right here on Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned. There's much more coming up. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. If you are trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. 
they'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 800-296-1252. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108. That's 800-814-5108. Oh, that's stone. Oh, come on. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. So Jessica Mann is claiming in 2013, again, these are allegations that, uh, you know, at the time she was, quote, a fledgling actress. Some are saying that... Uh, she met Harvey Weinstein at a uh, event. She's down at the bar talking to him, um, and what happens is he said, uh, you know, and to her credit, and you know, which is he's apparently getting noticed. You know, he's a well-known uh, producer, and and so he says, hey, let's just go up to my room because you know this uh, it's bothering me. All these people, you know, noticing me. So they go up, and uh, things occur against her will. Uh, she she argues against her will and naively she goes up there and and um, um, she's a little stunned and then leaves but then um, they have another meeting um, uh, and um, more things occur and she's uh, told she's gonna do a reading right yeah yeah she's told she's gonna do a reading and, she, and, and things occur and and but she, but you gotta understand he's a bigger guy they, uh, she's I don't know how, how he he looks. He's looking at the old frail man look. So you can't tell how big he is, but apparently he's a pretty good size. And he gets mad, according to her testimony, if you say no to him. And he started getting mad and tightening his grip on her, um, basically a- as he wants more and more things uh, that she doesn't want to give up. And but the issue is that is damning to her case that the defense did something very interesting and hardly brought it up was. She did have a relationship with him, continuing, where there's emails saying how much she cares for him or loves him, and and but there was a relationship that was ongoing for some period of time. But what the interesting part of it is, defense never even brings it up. I mean, in their opening statement, they brought it up that the evidence is going to show as follows, and it talks about you know emails to Harvey that are you know really sweet and you know their boyfriend girlfriend. And and but they don't 
bring it up on cross Yeah, but they can always call her, her as a witness on their case That's in chief. That's exactly right. And if they're making a plan that they're going to show the similar defects in, in these different women's testimony, maybe that defect is going to be in there, and yeah. they're going to play that all out. And one of, the, one of the actual emails says, quote, I love you, always do, but I hate feeling like a booty call. I mean, that was one of her, they're claiming that her emails are going to show. So this is interesting. She does d- describe in detail what he looks like and stuff like that. But you know, I, I, don't, I don't even know if anyone's even going to argue that they didn't have a relationship, that she would have known that. But that's, there's, wait till defense she, comes up. She this kind is of be argues some um, physical yes, uh, dysfunction uh, yeah, of, of him too. Described which. quite a bit. But, but if she hated being a booty call, why did she respond to the booty call? This is what a defense yeah. lawyer is going to say. Well, yeah. so you hated it so much, but you, went, you came running. Well, and, well, it's not that it was a continued relationship, and so I guess the one argument of the one, you know, jumping on the other side, you know, she, he, you know, the, I can't remember who it was, Wolf or the other gal said uh-huh. that he apologized, said sorry, and she truly believed that he was, and he probably was fairly charming, you know, and, and okay, I'll go back, because he said he was sorry, he wouldn't do it again, and he was a powerful man, there's no doubt. Now, in this case, unlike some of the others, other cases, it's alleged that, he reached out to these folks and scheduled a meeting, and they had to go to his hotel room, and that's where the meeting started. But when they showed up, it was clear he had other things on his mind. This one here, party first. Then they met later at a hotel bar where they're having drinks, and he said, you know, I'm being noticed. Let's take this to my room. That's hard for a young person with a movie mogul to say, no, I'm not going to do it. It's easy for us to right. mo- Monday morning quarterback what you should have done and what happened there as opposed to being in the situation with the potential for all of your hopes and dreams, and this person wants to go there, and and at this point, there's probably not a lot of people who knew about what Harvey Weinstein was up to. Obviously, nobody had filed complaints. He's still, I mean, good heavens, you've got Meryl Streep in accepting an award who <clears throat> refers to Harvey Weinstein as a god, when arguably the best actress in the world, refers to this person using that kind of language, who isn't going to right. want to have that person help them in their career? She goes up to the hotel room. This stuff happens. And this is their first meeting. Yes. This is all mm-hmm. in their first meeting. Now, to your point about how big he is, Harvey Weinstein is, according to this, my size. He's six feet, 203 pounds. That's what this I'm, I'm yeah, looking here at. Yeah, right. At he's one, over 200 pounds. Well, no, at the, at the time, I mean, he's put on weight. No, I'm talking about Todd. What? I'm I'm six, 203. No, just teasing you. I'm actually 207 along okay, in there, but yeah. he's about. I'm 210. Yeah, but he's about my size. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, Fred and I are using Hollywood math. I'm one. Yeah. So um, <laughs> clearly, there, there was one of these. There was one of these witnesses previously where you were doing the math, and yes. you know, you tried to say, okay, if she's 40, if she's 40, if this happened when she was 20 and 93, then or 2004, then she has to be this. No, no, no. If it happened and she was 25 years old in 1993, then right now in 2020, she is 31 or 32, maybe. That's Hollywood math. Right. Okay? Right. Hollywood it, math. It, it's it, not how it. old you are. Yes. It's what you can play. That's exactly right. Okay. So, so that's where this is differing a little bit, her story from others. And then to the question, if you find the prosecution, to the account of, well, why did you continue to see him and do stuff? 
you have to understand that the idea of being a struggling actor isn't just that I'm having a hard time filing work. It is that I'm having a hard time eating consistent meals and making my bills and making sure that I've got enough money to make ends meet. It is a struggle. How how close to poverty can I live on the dream that I am eventually going to make it? And then when you do start to have success or find work and it's because of this person, then the balance is if I tell people, if I don't respond to the booty call, if I don't do this— I have to go back to living in poverty. I will be blackballed in this industry. I will have to give up all of my friends. And we can argue about the morality of that and whether that's manipulative, sitting in the confines of a studio or in people's homes and driving around in the comfort of their own family and and think about it as an academic exercise. We have to put ourselves in the shoes of the person that's actually living it. And that is a hard decision to make. There there are people that stay in abusive relationships and marriages because the prospect of being out on your own is, I I, I won't be able to feed the kids. I won't be able to do this. This is what I have to deal with to survive. And And during those time periods, that was was the norm. That was, it's not like, but even though they didn't want it. Exactly. You're right. So there is arguments on both sides of this and we're going to continue to follow it it's getting old. We've beat it to death. Uh, we can talk about Ruth uh, Bader Ginsburg, by the way, which I've met before. I have met um, uh, Justice Thomas before. I, I, I can argue before the United States Supreme Court. I, I am barred uh, to do that. And um, what a wonderful, sweet lady. When I met her, we were up in what's called the East Wing, and there's a special East Wing that we have breakfast with them, and 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 uh, it's in the very top of the Supreme Court. Um, building and it's beautiful. It's got this big terrace, and she came in and talked about maybe 15 of us and, and, and met us. And she, it was like the Queen of England. I'm dead serious when I say this. People think I'm nuts, but it was she. She's like the Queen of England walking in. It just she she had that look, that aura. She wore the white gloves, and then yet you've got Justice Roberts walking in. It's kind of like, hey, everybody, hey, what's up, man? Hey, hey, pound it, you know, complete opposite type of personalities. That he was just loose and relaxed. But she was very proper. But we're going to talk about some of the things that sometimes she says you wonder. Denise, have you ever heard the phrase celebrity crush? You know, yes. somebody's married, and they've, and this is my celebrity crush. This is my pro athlete crush. I, this is like, I've lost track of the number of times Fred has brought up mm-hmm. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yes. And, and I'm thinking yes. that she may be his SCOTUS crush, Supreme Court of the United States crush. Yeah. I think, I, Fred, I think you have a crush on Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I, I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I'm thinking. So I'm not the only one to whom that is obvious? <laughs> well, yes, okay. I, so I just... will say it. I'm admitting, shh, I do. That's oh. it. All right. Done. That's great. That's Fair great. Enough. I finally admitted it on air to thousands, millions, trillions of people. Yes, she's great. And I, do I agree with everything she says? No. Do I agree with some? Yes. But what a wonderful lady. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say that. I'm done. I don't She's have, amazing, actually. I don't have a SCOTUS. Brilliant. Amazing. Brilliant. But let me tell you what she says. This is at an LGBT conference. We got one minute. I'm going to throw in a few things. I'm, I, it wasn't an LGBT. I thought no, it was. No, LBJ. Oh, what, what? The Johnson Foundation. Oh, I was wrong. Ignore me. Denise, <laughs> that's why Denise is here. I the LBJ. That's okay. Whatever it is. The foundation. LBJ Foundation. Doggone it, I'm sorry. But it's just, they are laughing so hard. 
I messed up so big. Their foreheads in their hands on the desk. It's a great visual. And That's it's why not you like she look... wouldn't be at a, 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 a you know that type of a foundation or that type of a presentation. Okay, let's make her. Let's see if she's gonna go to that again. We're. I guess we're talking on the way back when uh, what she said. And that's why you join Radio Law Talk. It is not boring. It's crazy. We'll be back right after this, and I'll get LGBT and LBJ corrected. Mm. <laughs> Boy, that opened up a can of worms right there. We'll have more coming up on Radio Law Talk in just a little bit. Don't go away. services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. 
is Frederick Penny. Todd Keenan. And Denise Dirks with a personal invitation to you who have a business that could benefit from a little national exposure. Radio Law Talk is heard in more than 35 markets across the United States, and Radio Law Talk provides that opportunity. Some of you have listened to the show and thought, my business should be advertising there right now. We agree. So email info at radiolawtalk.com. And we'll get right back with you. Let us help your business grow in multiple markets. Email info at radiolawtalk.com now. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. Ah. We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time, and it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable, things you'll want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose online with free shipping. Just go to lettyandcompany.com. LettyandCompany.com. That is Armadillo. Stop whining. This is Radio Law Talk. And now, back to the show. So Judge Ginsburg in the past had, had made uh, disparaging comments about Trump, which... Uh, I believe, uh, is inappropriate for any justice to, to make inappropriate marks about any person uh, politically, because they're supposed to be politically neutral. But in this uh, event, uh, this foundation event that she's at, she said, uh, basically, look, she said, institutional government should work for the benefit of the people. The problem is, I want to see patriots on both sides of the aisle. They're not cooperating. You're n they're not working together which is good for her, and she goes on and says, you know what, a lot of us don't agree on the courts. One of the most functional places is the Supreme Court of the United States. She said each justice shakes hands with the other, and that's the way of saying, yes, you circulated a pretty spicy dissent yesterday, but we're all in this together, and we know that what the institution we serve is ever so much more important than our individual egos. So to make it work, we have to not just tolerate, but genuinely appreciate each other. Yeah, and you know what this re reminds me of? It reminds me of the push right now with attorneys. In right. our state, attorneys are being told all you states. need to have, well, mainly, our, well, I know in our state, yeah. and civility. Civility, civility, civility. Um, our case laws talking about the lack of civility between, you know, our brethren. So, all of that. So civility is a major issue. And Ooh, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, <laughs> this is just the, this, this is the Fred Gator, you know. This just, 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 just should be background for any time. We, we should just play it when Fred yeah, comments. I'll have to. Uh, so, about so Judge when, Ginsburg? So when Fred talks about... Judge Ginsburg. He's my friend. I want to hear. I want to hear Barry White in the background. My darling, I. Yeah. I'll tell you, man. I'll, I met you. If you remember. I'll pull that up. I'll show the picture. I'll, pull that I'll show the picture. I'm sure she's got it hanging up in her room. To Denise's. To Denise's point, it's not just the state of California. I agree. Um, we even saw this, and we do not. We do not reference what's going on. It's not a political statement, and, but. I was watching a little bit of what's going on in our nation's capital, and I even saw Justice Roberts admonish counsel and House managers on both sides. And it was the first day of the trial or the hearings and everything going on, admonished them to speak to each other with civility and in proper decorum and remember that because if you don't, 
Yeah, look, I understand. It's tough because we live in an adversarial system, right? And when, right. And, and, and any other time you use the word adversarial, you're adversarial on the playing field with sports, and people get trash talking back and forth. We get adversarial when it comes to war in battles. But you know, if we're going to use the sports analogy, you can be adversarial and have good sportsmanship. That's and I think exactly that right. is what applies here. And that's what she's saying. And the interesting thing she went on and said, this is a Duke Law professor was the one at this forum was kind of the uh, liaison. And, and he kind of kind of ri- uh, said something against Kavanaugh and Gorsuch. And it's interesting that Ginsburg popped back at him and said, my two newest colleagues, this is a quote, are very decent, very smart individuals. Wow. I mean, that's, you know. She's, that's also, she's also come out and openly said that she was very proud of Kavanaugh because he had mostly females that were his um, assistants and his law clerks and his, right. the attorneys that worked for him, and she was very happy with that. She said a lot. She's commented a lot against Trump. But even Justice Chief Justice Roberts has made comments mm-hmm. not directed no, not directly naming Trump, but responding to things that Trump has done, saying, hey, our judicial branch is the most professional in the world, uh-huh. and we are absolutely impartial, and we're not going to get involved in politics, and you can't right. call our judges' names or insinuate that they are dealing with politics in their day-to-day operations because we work hard yep. to take politics out of our job. And the impeachment trial, don't forget, he's he's over it. He's the guy over it. And apparently uh, Elizabeth Warren handed him something to say, and he gave her the, the stink eye look. Yeah, it was terrible what she said. Yeah. She implied everything was dysfunctional in the Washington, D.C., and everything was dysfunctional in the House and the Senate. And thus it's now going to, because he's presiding over the impeachment, it's now being dysfunctional in the Supreme Court. That's what he reacted to yeah, because of all the things look. where there's no dysfunction, yeah. that I say I think, say our U.S. Supreme Court is operating uh, very well. Whether they agree or disagree, they, they just move on. Yeah, that's the way it is. That's, and go ahead, Todd. The question specifically that was asked, and this is what – Justice Roberts really took exception to. Well, he was, reacted. We don't know if he took exception. Well, just the way he, he it was. Yeah, he kind of. If looks could, yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it reminded me often of the looks I get on the other side of the table from Denise, okay? But the question was, quote, it has also become clear some of my colleagues, uh, no, never mind, sorry, that is not the quote. I, here we go. At a, at a time, this is, this is Warren. This is Warren's question that was submitted to be asked, and it was asked. Okay, so he it read was. it. There was only one question that he re, that I know of that he refused to ask. Uh, at a time when large majorities of Americans have lost faith in government, does the fact that the chief justice is providing over an impeachment trial in which Republican senators have thus far refused to allow witnesses or evidence contribute to the loss of legitimacy? of the chief justice of the Supreme Court and the Constitution. First of all, it's a presumptuous wow. question by Senator Warren, yeah, no yeah. doubt. And the way she phrased it seemed unprofessional. Right. And it was not actually, actually literate. If you read it, there are mistakes even in the the. Uh, the grammar and grammar. syntax are just not there. Right. It's just, it was awful. I, I felt bad for Senator Schiff, who had to try to, Recover Congress, from Congressman that? Schiff. Yeah, 
Oh, Congress. Yeah. Congressman. And, and, and I, I agree. Right. I felt, I mean, no big fan, but I genuinely felt uncomfortable for uh, Adam Schiff. Me too. That he had to stand up and respond to that. And quite frankly, I, I don't agree with a lot of what he says, but I agreed with how he tried to distance himself from that question. And actually how he um, said that the presiding chief justice was doing a great job. Yeah. And yes. there was no no animosity um, amongst the uh, people before this tribunal now, as, the, as far as the chief justice. Now, everything that we've been talking about has been about how lawyers address the court and how they need to address the court with civility and how uh, lawyers address each other in court. But the bar rules also go beyond that to how lawyers are supposed to deal with each other when they are not on the record in court. And it's anecdotal, but it's about this topic. I had a, an occasion where I was representing somebody in a criminal case, and there was obvious conflict between me and the prosecutor. We did not get along. And my client saw it, and it just I couldn't understand where this was coming from. For whatever reason, the case was reassigned to a different prosecutor, and changing in assignments, which is common. And the different, the new prosecutor was somebody with whom I got along fine and we could work. And my client was amazed at how efficiently the process worked when rancor was taken out of it and people treated each other with civility. If there is ever any truth to the phrase, you attract more bees with honey than you do vinegar or however it goes, that is very true. Or as my wife would say, let's see, oh, she always says it, uh, what's the thing, what the coat, something about a coat in the sun and the, and the wind. What's the, oh, I'm going to think about it. I'm going to tell you when we come <laughs> back. It's the Aesop's fable where the wind and the sun say, I can bet I can make him take off his coat. The wind blows cold, the guy puts it on, right. the sun decides it comes out nice and bright, and he off opens the up. coat. Yeah, That's my right, wife. Right, my right, wife yeah. said I'm the wind. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be back and talk more about, look, really quick. Facebook pays $5.5 million in a biometric uh, class action suit. $550 million is what they pay. Who cares? Because guess what? That's nothing. They have too much money anyway, right? You know when you have to endorse the check to prove that it's you? Yeah. I, I wonder if they endorse it with a biometric face. That's exactly right. <laughs> so anyway, there we go. That's, that's going on with Facebook. We're going to come back uh, this third hour. We've got a lot to talk about, a case or no case, and about a wealthy resident in Florida neighborhood. you got to hear these interesting ones, especially about a doggy divorce. We'll be back. And our case or no case is about wealth and cats. Coming up next hour, you will not want to miss it. I'm kidding you not. So that's coming up right here on Radio Law Talk. You stay right there. The show will continue at six minutes after the hour online and perhaps on your favorite station. Don't go away. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. I'm Wayne Allen Root. 
I want all of you to get real. Get real. Get real water, that is. I live and die with my real water. It's the only stable negative ion alkaline water in America. I drink it everywhere I go, and it tastes great, too. Real water has upped their game again. Now with the real water concentrate, you can get real water anytime, anywhere on the go. Just a few squirts of the real water concentrate, and you can transform any good purified water into real water. Basically, the concentrate adds trillions of extra electrons, turning your water into an alkaline electron abundant powerhouse. And here's an additional benefit. You can put real water concentrate in your coffee, tea, or juice. Heck, it even improves cheap wine. I challenge you to give it the taste test. You'll be amazed. Here's the deal. Since you're one of my listeners, you get a free bottle of the real water concentrate. Free. 100% free. All you have to do is pay the small shipping and handling fee. Call 702-381-1217. Tell them War sent you and get your free bottle. 702-381-1217. Go to TeamGetReal.com. 